When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? How's it going? Thanks for coming back. I'm going to keep talking because my co-host is drinking a smoothie and eating nuts and berries or something. But anyways, everything's going great here. I'd say it's blue sky energy, but it was green sky energy last night, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But across from me, as always, and who is done finished swallowing, done finished? You know it. I double up when I'm serious. It's Cyrus Amundsen. Old nuts and berries Amundsen, done finished swallowing and ready to speak the words. What's up, brother? Hello now. Come on round. Get it. Come on with me. If I had a time machine, let me tell you what I would do. I'd go back 15 seconds and not say done finished. Because that just opened you up to your hillbilly voice. Listen here. I done finished my meal, came down ready to done finish a podcast, and I'm ready. Chad, I speaking of being ready... Good morning. Hello. Welcome to the show. Listen to my words. I am preparing for a garage sale. Okay. As the big one. The big old. The big garage sale. The community-wide garage sale. And you know this. The home that I bought was furnished. Yeah, it was. It was a furnished home. And it wasn't just furnished with couches right when they and the people who sold it to us are wonderful Uh, and when they left they left like their storage closet all the shelves were filled with boxes and it's not Mm -hmm. personal shit it's like decor and other so and, and i need to point out we have i personally have a very different style than the people who lived here before me Mm hmm they were she was, her home was, it was immaculate. It, and I've never seen anything like it because she liked a little, is there a style where stuff doesn't exactly, it's like, what do they call it when shit goes together, but it doesn't really go together? Do you know what I'm, I'm not? I'm going to call that a potpourri. I'm going to call it potpourri. She, yeah, she likes, she had her house all potpourri up and shit. So she. You know, I don't even, didn't even say anything that required a southern accent there. I said potpourri. Listen to me, brother. Yeah, she had it potpourri and, but you'd, you'd walk in and you'd see a wall and you're like, I didn't know you could get that many paintings on this wall. But also, if you told me that you could, I couldn't have imagined that you could make them fit and not look insane. So she's just, she's, she had a busier home with more things. And I am very simple, easy, light, white, breezy, clean. Like, I'm very minimal. I'm like, there's my couch and there's my, Jenna, Jenna's somewhere in the middle. Okay. I tell you all this to tell you that we are going through things 
in the store, like we're cleaning out the storage closet, deciding if there's stuff we want to keep, stuff we want to give to Goodwill, and then things we want to put on the garage sale. Yep. And as I've been going through things, Chad, yeah. this is a treasure trove of wonder. There is so much stuff. You're like, hey, I didn't know someone could own two boxes of plastic fruit. And that's not, you know how sometimes we're dramatic to be humorous? Nope. I yeah. have two full cardboard boxes uh, that are nothing but plastic rubber fruit. Now, I want you to, I want you to understand something. I know that uh, the listeners are going to think this is crazy. But I'm the only one that's reacting to you right now, so this might be difficult because I'm not giving you much of a reaction because Karen, my mother, has two of everything because she forgets that she buys things for Christmas in July when they're on sale and then buys another one in October for Christmas and then puts both of them in storage. And when she dies, um, I'm just going to burn her fucking house down. I can't even go through it. Does she have two of these, Chad? This here is a rhinestoned plastic <laughs> banana. Like a rhinestone banana. This thing, there are things that I've kept that I'm like, well, these are trophies. I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but if you don't think this is going to wind up somewhere funny, you're incorrect. Like your asshole? <laughs> Look at that thing. <laughs> so they're... I'm going through, I'm finding stuff. There was just this entire box full of like American related decorative plates, but not even big American moments. It was more like pictures of what was the name? Susan B. Anthony. Is she the one who made the flag? Betsy Ross. No. Betsy Ross made the flag, right? Right. Well, don't. Yeah. I got it almost immediately. Don't know me. Like you're a fucking professor. I, hey, <laughs> I am. So, I'm an absolute professor. I'm a professor of Norman Rockwell plates. My mom has those lining her entire house. Like if, if she said, hey, follow the Norman Rockwell plates to the middle of the maze, you would just get lost because they're lining every room in her home. You would just keep going in circles. I know I've told this before, but I was at my friend's house, his parents' house, and they are outrageously wealthy. And they had that shit where it's just like they have decorative plates in the living room in a case. And you're like, I'd have never. You, there's, there's this shit that happens. It's my favorite thing where there are like cultural aspects that exist only on the extremes of the wealth spectrum. Like top hats. There's no in between right. for top hats. If you are wearing a top hat, your name's either like. Worthington, Worthington the third, or it's one of those things, those hats where the top of it is peeled open like an old soup can, and you're asking people for some get upums or some shit on a street corner. Yeah, you have fingerless gloves, and you're like, "Is this your card?" <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no middle, there's no middle class top hat situation going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I feel that exact same way about decorative plates because i don't know anyone who makes like 85 grand a year and displays decorative plates they either have dale earnhardt jr on them or they're in a case in somebody's 20 million dollar home there's no like yeah these are my yeah. bird plates and my husband is a construction foreman like nobody's making 95 grand a year and displaying decorative plates 
yeah, yeah, it's always like, you know, it's it's in a locked box where someone's like, the queen once ate off of this. Yeah. Or at the other house, it's like, uh, we, we got these for sending in five UPC codes from Fruit Loops. Yeah. That's Toucan Sam. Yeah, you, you would not believe how many camel bucks this set of memorable lung cancer <laughs> plates I have cost me. Now, we have chosen to do Southern accents for those two things, but I'm going to tell you something. My daughter and I just yesterday ate ice cream out of Cool Whip containers that I have saved and used for several things. Yeah, I mean, yesterday I sat on my porch with my shirt out. Well, because people, people drive down in my part of the little cove on the lake, and okay. I think that's great. I think you should, I'm not saying you shouldn't get to come on my part of the lake. That would be insane. That would be an insane thing for me to think that I think, but I shouldn't be allowed to think. Yeah. And so I do think that if I sit out on my porch with my shirt and no shoes and I play Country Ain't Country No More by Travis Tritt and my tiny little dog yaps at your boat while it drives by, you might be like, I think we should turn around before the cove. I think we should skip the cove part. So, like, I'm not... We're not, we don't, we're not casting judgment here. Yeah, let me, let me, is there, is there a public access that they're driving to? Or are they just looking? No, this is, it's, it's a look, this is, so this lake is a looky-loo lake. Everybody on this lake, they get on their pontoon, and they like to slowly cruise around the lake. And some people just like to cruise around the lake, and some people like to look at your property. And, and, and I get that. I've been on a boat before. You're like, oh, look at that house. That's nice. It's just our property is so close to the water that you can see in our windows, which is a little, but that's not the boater's faults, but I don't, it doesn't mean I love it. And then, uh, you know, there are the people who they, on this, like, this is a really tight knit community. And I I will say again, Mm -hmm. I haven't met anybody in this community. I don't like, we met some dude, dude, we met a guy yesterday no shit, his name, he introduced himself as Chiz, C-H-I-Z, yeah. like Chad sure. and Jizz Chiz. combined. Well, <laughs> they have been. Amazing dude. Re- everybody is so friendly and nice, and they like, they'll get out on the lake and they'll link boats up, or they'll drive by the lake and have conversations with everybody on the shoreline. I'm just not that guy. That's just right. not, and that's not, I'm not, I'm just not that guy. Sure. Two, uh, two things. Number one, if they're looking in your windows, a good move is to push your dick up against your window, like smush it. And that's twofold. Number one, it gets people to stop looking in your windows. But two, it smushes it in a way, you know, like, you know, when people have their arms folded and you're like, oh, have you been lifting? Your bicep looks bigger. It just smushes it in a way that makes it look fantastic. Oh, I call that the senior picture pump. Yeah. Nice. Well played on the hood of a Trans Am. And then secondly, yes. We have people that will come at the lake. They're fishing, and they will come so close to shore where we are. They'll be inside of our dock line. Yeah. And I have, I have no time for that. It's like, you can't figure out how to cast your fishing pole over there. Get your fucking boat <laughs> outside of my dock line before I show you how bad an airsoft gun hurts. <laughs> and again, it's not my lake. And it's completely legal to do that. Uh, it's but just there a, needs it's to consideration. be a issue where it's like, yeah. what if there's a kid having a contest to see how long he can hold his breath? Get your fucking motorized boat away from my dock. 
Dude, Jenna gets so mad at me because what I do is you can see in our kitchen windows. And so there are people who will look like there are people who just drive by. They might wave, but there are people who just they look. They want to they want to look in. And so sure. when I see people doing that, I catch and she gets so mad at me. I look them in the eye so we see each other and they always wave. And when they wave, I just look at them for a second and then I turn my back on them. <laughs> you make you're so good at making friends. I think here's a th it's, it's incredible. You should write a book. I love our neighbors so much. What an uptick from some previous situations. I only have one neighbor because of the way the street bends, and they are mm. the greatest. I love them so much. I haven't met it, but I, I also I'm like you. I'm not. I'm not just not. A, I'm just not a. I don't want a boat shore hangout. That's just not who I am as a person. Yeah, I mean, I, I need things planned, and you rolling up on my shoreline. To have a beer and for a long time and you know what that's the thing about this community it's like it's awesome it happens and if i would allow it to happen if i became a jim carrey yes man and just allowed things to happen in my life it would probably be better but i am always striking the heisman pose where it's like not now yeah this wasn't planned i'm not doing anything but also i'm not doing this I mean, I should probably let things into my life a little now, more. I, well, I think your entire, when your entire life, too, is interaction-based, which is what a comedian's life is. It's performing for people and then meeting people. And I'm not like other comedians. You know those comics who they just don't meet people? Like after the show, when you're coming up, you meet somebody and they're like, I'm just not going out there. You're like, how? I feel so... Yeah. I don't know how people do that. I don't think Segura, I don't think Segura does meet and greets. And maybe that's the key because he's, dude, Tom Segura just had to add a second show in Denver. And you think, what club? What theater? No, no, no. At an arena. Yeah. A 12,000 seat arena. He added a second show. I mean, hats off to that dude because I'm going to tell you something. He's do I haven't seen his hour. I haven't seen his new hour, but I know he's not up there going doop the doop. I'm dumb. Isn't it fun to be dumb? Yes. We should all be dumb. Yeah. He's attacking things and and I just I really respect it and the fact that he has found that kind of success. It's the greatest doing thing that in the world. It is awesome. It's, yeah. it's it really is like it's saving it's saving the rest of comedy and I'm not fluffing his nuts. I'm just very thankful. No, I, I, I think about that all the time. I think about his success to me represents, it just represents, I don't know, it, it makes you feel like comedy is worth doing. I know that now that sounds really nut fluffy too because you come up with all these great comics, right? We, you and I mm -hmm. could sit here and we could probably list a hundred names of pe that people know, Mike Winfield. Tommy Jonigan, Chris Porter, all these people that we think are great. And then we could probably list another 200 names of people that are outrageously talented who came up the right. way we came up on the road. And just the path from the road to the arena, if you will, is fucking mm. impossible. The people who get there are the people who, you know, there's a lot of gimmicks. There's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of things that go into it. But the fact that the most famous comedian on the planet right now because that's what he is at this point sure i mean so you still got some of these old like the Chappelle's, the bill burrs and who have these decades of fame but there is nobody that is booming like segura is right now 
Right. So the fact that he is as famous as he is while being as good as he is, I mean, maybe that was a thing like years ago when that kind of shit happened, when, oh, all of a sudden, Geraldo's becoming really famous and Patrice is getting big. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that used yep. to be more of a thing, but I... I don't know. I don't know that. I mean, more, Sam Morrill and Mark Normand are getting big, and other people right, who yeah. are great at comedy are getting big. But it's kind of like his path makes you feel like it happened. Why? Why did I? Why are we in this? Where did we go? Well, I'm going to tell you this. This is the last thing I'm going to say. That if I watch his new hour and he's like, "Hey, my kids are five and I can't do their homework," I'm going to lose my shit, and I'm going to have to come back on here and do like a page six corrections. I don't think we have to worry about that, but that's really become a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> so, I've got a garage sale coming up. Yep. And I'm going through these boxes of things. I already showed you the banana. I need to show you, uh, I found a box, this is no kidding, hidden in the back was a box of entirely bronze decorations. Not gold, not silver, bronze. Mm-hmm. And yep, one of them, place, every year. here you go, is a bronze horse. <laughs> and not just any horse, a bronze rocking horse. And yeah. it has no functionality beyond that. It looks like the top of a Blanton's bourbon bottle a little bit, except it's not a rocking horse, clearly. Those are horses that are racing. And I don't think I have a drinking problem, but when you held that up... Um, my liver flinched, so I don't know if that's good. <laughs> the it has it looks like it's the top off of an equestrian trophy is what it looks like. Yeah. The oh god damn! Oh, I forgot to tell you this. So you know my horse theory. What is where there's you, there's nobody who just this is a lot like my uh, top hat theory. <laughs> sure. It's a heavy theory episode, but my horse theory is that no one just sort of likes horses. You either don't give a shit about horses. Or you're so into horses that people are like, wow, horses, huh? Yeah, I mean, if you go, it's like you're so rich that you have a whole stable of horses for racing. Or on the other side of it, you actually need a horse to get places. Well, the, I mean, the other, but the, yeah, <laughs> it's just people. It's a, there's a lot of girls. There's a lot of horse girls out there. Like, hi, I'm Tanya. Uh, my dream is like that sort of like. Just why, why do you have seven horse shirts? That's so many horse shirts. Yeah, so I, I just drove by. They had a um, a rodeo just outside of town, and I Bummer. have to drive by it to get out to the cabin. Yeah. And uh, every time I saw – these kids are like, you know, 14, holding hands, and I just think there's about to be a baby boom in nine months just from this <laughs> of like, you know – babies with dented foreheads because they just kept on bucking like it's it's incredible to me the i was so when we were looking for a house we went into this house and i i went by myself this is one i went to by myself and we had this method where because covid was raging in my situation my realtor was not vaccinated and so we just agreed she's a nice lady but we agreed she'll get there she'll open the house up i'll walk through it then I'll leave and she'll walk through it. Okay. This one, there happened to be overlapping appointments. So there was another realtor in the house. And I walked in and I walked into the living room. I'm by myself. And I just out loud, I said, horse person. There was so much <laughs> horse stuff. 
<laughs> like art on the walls, pictures on like everywhere. And so I immediately, my instinct was I took out my phone and I started taking pictures of all the horse shit. And then, uh, not actual horse shit, horse things. Horse stuff, yeah. Like, yeah, horse yeah, stuff. And then the other realtor in there, fuck, they, dude, fucking snitch ass snitch ass bitch these fucking realtors man (laughs) that realtor called my realtor's boss and was like hey your client was breaking the law because they were in there without the realtor and they were taking pictures of personal items which is against the rules in retrospect i'm like yeah that wasn't the coolest shit i've ever done i mean yeah it does sound like you were casing the joint yes i believe the phrase is it was not a chill it was not cool of me but this fuck this put like the other realtor could have been like hey man i don't know if you know this but you're not supposed to take pictures can you show me your phone and please delete those that's fine the fact that you didn't say anything to my face and then you went and you told on my realtor to her boss to try to get her in trouble man i think there are seven good realtors on the entire planet and the rest of them are scum scum (laughs) you're scum my realtor is an absolute boss. Yeah, I mean, there's seven of them. It's he's yours. He's the nicest guy. Yep, there's six left after mine because he is absolutely, he doesn't give a shit about anything. He's like made a life for himself that's so nice that he just likes to look at houses. And if you buy one, great. And if you don't, he just doesn't give a shit. It's, he's really fantastic. And I, I picked that number very specifically because nobody knows eight realtors. So, so you can be like, well, I don't know. So, but it's, I just, also, man, when we are looking, all these like regular people showing up to look at houses and our Hondas and our Fords, and here come all these realtors and their Lexuses. I know it's a realtor boom right now. You guys hide that mm-hmm. shit a little bit, man. Exactly. Yeah, hide that shit a little bit. Yeah, that's it. That's always the fine, the finance person, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, I always think to myself, should you be flaunting your money to show people that you're making money? Or should you be downplaying your money to let people know you're not making so much money off of them? I don't know. Yep. I had somebody, somebody who I won't name, who I respect, who I know used to that exact theory. They, would, they had two different vehicles. And when they went to meet with clients, they would drive a specific vehicle so they didn't look like they were making too much money off of them. <laughs> Oh, nice. I like that a lot. In the bronze box was whatever the fuck this thing is. It looks like a it looks like a lamp that a genie would be inside, and I have rubbed every part of it. What Alibaba had them 40 thief cherries out of had a thousand tail. But then what's this bird on top? Have you rubbed the bird? I've rubbed every piece of this, and no, nothing comes out, no wishes. My first wish would have been health. My second wish would have been to be the president of this HOA, and I hadn't decided what my third wish was. But, uh, yeah, so I just have a hilarious amount of things. So I'm going through all this stuff. This has taken way too long to tell you one thing, and I'm very sorry about that. It's okay. You don't have to apologize to me. Apologize to the listeners. We get to the never. We get to the very back of the closet, and there's a Tupperware box, and we pull it out. Oh, boy. And in there is a set of 1993 baseball cards. What? Completely intact, in the box, everything, which is a, which is a win. We're going to go through that, see what sort of rookie cards are in there. And then there is 
a remote control boat. <laughs> the look on your face right now is so priceless. As soon as you said 1993, I knew there was going to be something great. It's a great graduation class. It's Saved by the Bell. Sure. It's Beverly Hills 90210. Sure. And it's CD White. So there is a remote control boat. And here's a little psi mm -hmm. secret. Even though Chad came up orphan Annie, hard knock life, and Cy came up middle class, we did not spend. That was my, like, it was garage sale clothes. It was mm -hmm. generic food from the stores. And if it was meat, it was something Pa shot with his raffle. And we just, like... We, we were very lucky. We were very well taken care of. But it wasn't, you know how you had those friends growing up? You're like, you got how much? You know? So mm -hmm. there were things that you'd want. And it'd be like, yeah, we're not going to spend our money on that. And as a child, there was nothing I wanted more than a remote control boat. And wow. I now have. Here's the thing. It's not just one. It's this Thunderhawk. It's the one I wanted. It's the exact boat I, I, I wanted. At, no, no, it's the exact boat I wanted as a child in this Tupperware container. It's a Thunderhawk, and I can't... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I know it is the exact boat you wanted, and I tried to give you a clue with the 1993 baseball cards. I actually hid that for you. I mean, if you hid this for me, I will do whatever you want. Look at this bitch. Look at this thing. Yeah. And it's, oh, I've seen it. I, I bought it. I came to your place, and knowing you were going to make me stand 50 feet away from you in your garage, I just dropped it off, I put it in the closet, and waited for you to find it. It's, nothing's accurate about that, but it's got a little bit of <laughs> battery corrosion in it, so my next big thing is getting that cleaned out and seeing if this thing still works, and I am going to become a lake tyrant with my remote control boat. And I've got bad news for you and Jenna and for everybody. I'm going to become a big remote control boat guy. I was on the internet for like two hours last night. Man, the remote control boat community is wild. You know, you can get a, you can get a replica Titanic that you can control with a remote. So I could just, people can be out here on their pontoons and here will come a little six foot version of the Titanic rolling by them. I'm going to put my little Bose speaker system on it and play like the deck music as the Titanic went down type music. Oh, yes. Dude, uh -huh. there's warships. Whatever we have saved is about to get allocated into remote control boats, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I could just hear you recording something for your Bose speakers on there, just like, women and children first because equality only matters at work and not when we're all dying. I think you should get a remote control snake or a remote, a remote control shark, something like that to scare the shit out of people. Holy shit. I have to tell you something else. They have... I, I'm, we're not even going to put this on the this little video on the Patreon. We'll put it on our Instagram. Go check on our Instagram. You'll see this. There is a type of carp in this lake that has a fin that likes to swim near the center or near the surface. And so my yeah. brother Jess and I were outside working on the lawn. He was working. I was watching, supervising. Thank you. And Thank you. we looked out. We're like, is because obviously I have the bit about the shark. I've got an idea for the shark. And, and all of a sudden we're like, is there a is there a fucking shark in the, we like lost it and our neighbor bill came down and told us no that's these carp 
they swim near the surface and it literally looks like a shark fin. And he goes, like, oh, sometimes boy. they will, like, there'll be six of them. You'll just be out on your pontoon, and all of a sudden it'll look like six tiny sharks come swimming by you. <laughs> it's outrageous. Oh, man. Can I tell you about uh, my day yesterday? Yeah, sure. So, as you know, it was a very long winter, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what's happened so far. We've had uh, eight months of winter. Mm -hmm. Four of them were deathly cold. Correct. Then we had two nice days. All of the bugs are full grown in those two days. They somehow managed to hatch and become bigger than last year's full grown bugs. <laughs> and they are out and about. They're, they're hungry. And... Uh, and then it's getting cold again. And you know what happens when warm air meets cold air? It's a bunch of storms. So Fergus Falls and where my cabin is, they're four minute, 40 minutes apart. Okay. They were both, this area and one area in Oklahoma were the talk of the National Weather Service for eight straight hours yesterday. Yep. Because there were supposed to be tornadoes coming from every direction. Mm hmm and it was really, really fun. So Olivia and I are at the cabin wondering when we're going to die and how far we're going to be thrown. And then our phones start going off with, you know, these loud whatever. It's like an alert okay. saying a tornado has touched down. You need to find shelter. So we go to our neighbors who has a basement who is nice enough to give us a key. We go down in the basement. We're playing Farkle, a dice game. Love Farkle. And we then, call it Watusi, oh, where I grew up. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is, but I, would, I, I also don't know a lot of things clearly by this next. I hear clearly what is a tornado outside. It sounds like a train is coming and Olivia is panicked and she goes, do you hear that? What is that? And I go, oh, that could be anything. You know, trying to keep her calm. Then I find out she is playing a fucking tornado noise on her phone to see if I will be truthful. <laughs> so she knows it's a tornado. And I'm sitting there going, that could be anything. Which it could. It really could. But I didn't want to scare her to death, so I sure. don't want to be like, it's absolutely a tornado. And she knew it was a tornado the whole time, so that's what she's doing to me. We get out of there. Everything's fine. We lost power. So now we do what is my favorite event in the whole world. It's let's see how much food from the freezer you can eat before it's thawed and ruined. Love it so much. Yeah, Love it and so we much. have four half pints of ice cream. Four half pints? No, 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 time out. We have four half gallons of ice cream yeah. in the fridge. So we took out our Cool Whip bowls and just started going to town on ice cream. After we were sick to our stomach. You mixing and matching? You going all in one and then going to the next one? Oh, or are you doing... No, we mix and match. You don't mix and match. No, we do mix and match oh, good. because I like to go... I like to eat chip and mint on the top, and then I go down to cookies and cream. Now, while you're scraping the surface of the top of the cookies and cream, there's still a little mint on there. So that's like having a mint Oreo. It's goddamn delicious. Then I go down to chocolate peanut butter with uh, some peanut butter cups in it. I, the other night I was FaceTiming with my brother, 
and Elin was supposed to be in bed, his now almost three-year-old daughter, and he wow. has a bowl of cereal, and Greg likes to, he's a cereal mixer, he'll do Fruit Loops and Cheerios. He'll put them both in okay. a, and he eats them, and since he has been in high school, he just gets one of those gigantic cake mixing bowls, and that's yeah. what he's eating cereal out of. So mm -hmm. she must have had, to, it's pretty late at night, and she must have had to come out of her room to get something. So all of a sudden in the background, I see this tiny little girl walk past the camera, kind of notice Greg, see what he's doing, and then two seconds later, she walks over with a spoon and just starts eating the cereal with him, <laughs> just mashing it. And at, like at a time that she's not even supposed to be awake, and right. she just goes, the conversation is no longer happening. She just goes, Fruit Loops and Cheerios. And it's just, <laughs> Greg says, if he has cereal, it's like, you know those Taco Bell commercials where the noise dings and the person just takes off walking? Like, yeah, she's they're, a, they're about to make out and all of a sudden, boom, the bell from Taco Bell. She's a very abductable child if you know, the, if you know how to do it. Like, <laughs> if Elon's out at the park, you just walk by with a bowl of cereal and she's like, dong, and she's off following you. Yeah, she's just in the van and she keeps repeating Fruit Loops and Cheerios. <laughs> That's no good. Oh my God. Does he eat it with a wooden spoon, with a mixing spoon, or a normal spoon? So he eats it with one of the larger yeah, metal spoons, right. like a, the big metal spoon, not the normal metal spoon. That's how. I, that's kind of how I eat my ice cream and my cereal and anything else and Oreos. Sometimes the I'll big, put that in a what bowl. the hell's the big metal spoon for? It looks like just a small metal spoon, the regular metal spoon. What's that for? Like I understand ladles and, but what do you, what do you have just like a mega metal spoon for? Well, I know they're supposed to be rounder, but I think that's um, a lot of version, a lot of uh, silverware's version of a soup spoon. Hmm. They're so big. A man walks into a restaurant. Uh, it's one of my favorite things from coming to America. So we survived the storms, clearly. We are bloating because of all the ice cream sure. we've eaten. We have no power, so we're laying on the ground, miserable, talking to one another. And Olivia says, I'm so glad I found these sweatpants at the thrift store. They're larges. They are my favorite thrift store purchase that I have gotten in a long time. And I go, oh, what kind are they? And she goes, champion. And I said, oh, okay. I go, uh, where did you get them? And she goes, well, I got them. There's a new, there's some, in Fergus Falls, there's a business called Someplace Safe where you can go um, if you are having uh like abuse, trouble, what, what, whatever. Okay, gotcha. You can go there. Yeah. And now they've opened a thrift store to make money to support to the, fund that yep. place. And so I said, were, were the tags still on them? And she goes, yeah, they're brand new. I got them for five bucks. And I said, well, that was five bucks wasted. And she goes, you don't like them? I go, nope. I brought those to the thrift store. Those exact ones. And I asked you over 20 times to come look in the bin to see if you wanted anything. And so she never did. And so I bring the whole bin to the thrift store. She has those and two. I go, what else did you get? Two t-shirts that I owned. 
She goes, I don't know who's, I don't know who this is, but the lady told me it was a band. And so I got these two and I go, I, they're mine. I can tell you who that is. I was at the concert. I bought those at the concert. So she, so basically our family, uh, is doubling up on funding someplace safe. It's got to feel good. Because I'm bringing the clothes there. Olivia's going there and then buying the clothes she could have had for free. What a fucking deal. It's just a dummy. Oh, man. That's so funny. Yeah, it made me laugh very hard. And we were laughing. I mean, we were grunted laughing because we were so full and thought we were going to puke. But it was it was pretty fun to realize. I So I was walking into a grocery store. This weekend, and I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with this piece of information, okay? Okay. I was walking. Thank God. Okay. Well, take it down a notch. Well, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna tell you one other thing that happened to me, and then I'm gonna leave you with that information. <laughs> and I don't even I haven't. I want to know what you would have done in this situation. I'm in Home Depot, okay. and I'm looking yep. at things for an air purifier, right? Okay. Just to let you know, the first thing I do in Home Depot is I go get a hammer and I carry it around with me. That way people don't fuck with me. I just carry it with the claw out like it, I will hook you in the face with the claw. Well, that's, that's what I should have done because I am in the air purifier section, air filter or whatever that stuff. And I'm, mm-hmm. I found an employee, which was not an easy thing to do. Everybody was engaged. It took me a while to find an employee. And then I was like, I'm over in this section. They go, we'll send you someone. And then I went over there and, you know, listened to three or four podcasts while I waited for someone to get there. (laughs) Yeah. So the guy gets there and I'm talking to him. And then another guy walks up as dadly as a dad can be, right? Polo shirt, a little bit of a gut. It's tucked into his jeans with a belt, comb over dad hair. If he would have said Heidi Ho when when he walked up, that would have been... (laughs) (laughs) the least surprising shit in the world so he walks up and this the guy and i are talking the the employee and he kind of he kind of like is doing that thing where he's like leaning in with his body and he goes excuse me excuse me excuse me and he catches our attention and we stop our conversation and he goes i am just having i've been over in lighting forever and i'm just having a really hard time understanding what i'm looking at here and i i I really, really need some help, and I'm in a bit of a hurry. And the guy, I'm sitting there going, okay, well, that's obviously he's, I've been in this situation before. I've been the person who asks someone, like, hey, can I get your help when you're done there, right? And they go, yeah, I'll be. Ah, key phrase, when you're done there. Not, I'm in a hurry, I need you now. When you're done there are the four magical words you need in that situation. I am furious right now just because of this story that you're telling me. I'm going to calm down, I'm going to hang up and listen, but God damn it, I hate those people. Oh, you're going to hate it so much more because the guy looks at him and looks at me and then looks at him. You know when somebody's like, like their girlfriend just said, if you eat one more piece of cake... We're never, you're never having sex again. And then they look at the, like in a TV show, they look at the girl and then they look at the cake and then they look at the girl and they look at the He's cake. He's making a decision? And he goes. There's no decision. No, 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 Chad. The employee looks at me and he goes, hey, hey, okay, wait here. I'll be right back. All right, come on, let's go. And he fucking leaves helping me. And these two people walk off. And I just stood there 
pretty dumbfounded. Yeah. For a few moments, and I was like, and I, I gave it, I gave it the, I gave it enough time initially to go like, okay, Cy, relax, man, just relax, dude. He's gonna go over there. He's gonna re- as fast as he can point something on lights and uh, lighting stuff, and then he'll jog back over. I'll probably see this guy coming around the corner. You know, like he's trying to qualify for the Olympics. Surely I'm not going to get left here like this. And then more time goes by. And a little more time goes by. Now, uh-huh. in this moment, what is your decision? What does Chad do in this moment? Uh, so I have to back up because I'm, I'm, I wouldn't have gotten to that moment necessarily. Because while the guy was making the decision... I would have lightly touched one of the air purification systems on the top shelf and knocked it on the ground. And then I've been like, I'm going to do that to every one of these if you walk away from me. There are more employees. You're helping me. You're in the middle of helping me. He doesn't get to come over and take you. What, 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 I mean, is he an agent? Is he an agent in the entertainment business? He just gets to come take you? No. You you have to stand your ground in that moment where you go. Oh, good you to stand your ground. I mean, I'm seriously <laughs> like you. I understand you're in a hurry, but you need to hurry up and find somebody else to help you. Because this guy's helping. I don't understand that. He's helping you. So this guy comes and steals him. Then the other guy, the employee, doesn't say, I'll be right back or do you mind. He just walks away. What kind of fucking Medusa mesmerizing gaze does this guy have? I'm so mad about this. I honestly need to calm down because I, re- I remember this in my own life. And uh, I, oh, dear God. What did you do? Tell us, please. So I walk over and I get over to the lighting aisle and I, and I, I didn't have a plan. I didn't know. I'm honestly the the most that I had formulated in my head was me walking, like doing a walk by redneck shout where I walk by and go, hey, fuck both y'all and just keep going. I didn't have anything well thought out at all. I'm just, sure. I'm no, I'm not, by the way, I'm going to go buy my air purifier stuff somewhere else. I'm not buying it here. There's a, there's a Menards, a Home Depot and a Lowe's all close to my house. I'm going to go. I remember I drove by all three of them. I'm going to go to a place where I get specked and uh, so I, I'm going to walk, over, but as I get up near the lighting, you can kind of, because the lighting segment in these places isn't like the, it's not aisles, it's just like dang, it's more of like an area. Yeah. So from a distance, I can see them both standing there and there's no sense of urgency in the conversation. They're both just kind of talking. And so I walked over there and I, I walk over and I did the thing where I like, stopped walking and I crossed my arms and I just looked at both of them and then they both noticed me standing there and the employee goes sir I'm so sorry I'll be I'll be right back with you and I was like whoa that's the and now in my head I'm like no that's the thing you say to him that's the thing you say and I understand he's a this grown-up looking dad and I'm here in my hoodie and my shorts with my beard looking looking like well, we know what I look like. So sure. I, I go, I wait a second. I go, okay, here's the thing that's going to happen. I go, 
I'm going to do to both of you what a father or mother should have done at some point. And then I launched into this lecture. Yes. That was, yes. was, and I somehow had the wherewithal to be like, you, you do not get to make your problems a priority over other people's problems because you either didn't plan well or have other priorities yeah. in your life. And he goes, he goes, uh, yeah, okay, I understand. I just have, I go, no, 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 no. You are not six years old. You are clearly an adult and have been so for multiple decades. You should know that. What you've done is the rudest thing anyone's done to me in three years. Oh, yeah, and that's been during a politically divisive pandemic. So congratulations on that one, gold medal winner. And, like, I went into this. I, have, I don't know what it's like to be a dad. But I think I know what it's like to be a dad whose children disappointed them because I, I let off a parental lecture and then yeah. just left, just left in a huff. I just left. Then it was funny. I was really together during the lecture. And then as I was leaving the store, I was very, that's when all the like, fuck, well, shit, like I do this whole right. thing and then I'm an aisle away like, <laughs> motherfucker, yeah. And then I said, because I was there for purifiers, brother, fuck your lights. I hope you never have electricity, fucking house. I'll come to your house, cut your motherfucking power lines, motherfucker. Like I started, I got, I got real, I got real rooster feather on my way out the store. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Good for you because you know what? You know what situation has never been solved in under 15 minutes? A lighting question. So there's no way he's going to be right back to you. And as soon as you said you walked over to the lighting section, here's exactly what I hoped would have happened. <clears throat> you would have started walking down the aisle towards them, but you have long arms, right? So I wish you would have grabbed the lights from one aisle and dropped it and watch it shatter. And then grab from the other aisle, drop it, walk it. And then you keep going all the way to them, and they're stunned. They can't move. And you pass them. And you shatter, 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 shatter. So now they are surrounded by, by lights that have shattered. And as you leave, you just start singing. Feels just like I'm walking on broken glass. Um, here's the thing. I'm everybody's going to be so mad at me that I didn't let the episode end with that incredible, incredible moment. But the story I was going to tell you before this, and it's a little tease for the people. I was walking into a grocery store and a guy came out with a bunch of tattoos and crazy hair and stuff. And I was walking in with an old guy and the old guy looks at me and goes, geez, what a circus freak. And I looked back at the old guy and I was like, I got to tell you, I would way rather hang out with that guy than you. And then I just kept going. <laughs> but I mentioned that because then I was like, circus freak, what an interesting burn, right? And yeah. I have decided for our next Patreon episode officially, we are doing a Psy Learnt It on the history of circus freaks. Oh, I love that idea. I also love the fact that you somehow got like, just wrapped up in a progressive commercial where they're like, don't let bundling your insurance turn you into your parents. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry that I ruined the great end of our show, but Justin told us we had to tell people what's on the Patreon. I love you. I love you so much. I got to go. Get out of here. 
Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.